Good morning. I'm meteorologist Dave Epstein. It is Sunday, the 12th of March. This is our Sunday edition of Weather Wisdom, and we have a storm coming in. That is for sure. Pretty big storm, actually. We're going to break down all the details as I see them at the present time after a very nice day today in the mid-40s. By the way, we are sponsored by Clover Food Lab, cloverfoodlab.com slash Dave. Uh, we were chatting about what to do for my listeners here last week, and one of the things we're going to do is offer you a $5 subscription box if you've never tried it. So if you've never tried the Clover Food Lab delivered to your house, uh, give it a try, cloverfoodlab.com slash Dave. You'll see it says $5 introductory box, and it's an amazing deal. Kind of crazy, actually, but there it is for you. Okay, let's get back to the weather. So after our day-to-day in the mid-40s, pretty nice. We cloud up tonight. We're down near freezing, not that cold, and no wind problems at all. On Monday, I think it's just cloudy. There may be a little dim sun in the morning, maybe a nice sunrise further north. Temperatures in the 40s, and winds will begin to pick up a tiny bit in the afternoon, but again, no big deal. And then rain around the area for Monday night. The exception is going to be as you get north and west of Route 495, heading up towards Route 2, uh, that region that borders those towns that border New Hampshire and Vermont. As you're heading west on Route 2 and especially into the Berkshires, that's where if it does start as rain, it will begin to change over to snow at that point. And they will see accumulating snow late Monday night uh, with some light to moderate accumulations by Tuesday morning. So those areas start earliest. On Tuesday, we're going to watch this storm really wrap up. I mentioned this yesterday. This is a classic situation where you have the northern branch of the jet stream phasing with the southern branch. When these two get together, you get the energy from the north, the moisture from the south, and this is where we get our biggest nor'easters. Remember, a nor'easter does not mean you have to have snow. You can have a rainy nor'easter. You can have a completely snowy nor'easter. This is going to kind of be a little bit of both. And as those systems phase, the jet streams phase, it's actually going to do what we call cut off. So kind of picture a river that's meandering along and you're in a boat, and all of a sudden the river kind of becomes a circle at the end of the river. And so your little boat starts going in a circle and you don't go forward. You just kind of go in a little rotation. And that's what's going to happen with the jet stream here as we head for uh, Tuesday night and early Wednesday. The jet stream is going to cut off and that little storm will be cut off in it and therefore it's going to be under very slowly it may do a little loop but even if it doesn't it's just going to meander so slowly in one little area and that's why the precipitation is going to linger because we have the cutoff low with us what happens on wednesday is that little loop again picture it kind of gets pushed along with the jet stream because as the loop is going and the storm's kind of rotating around itself, it's mixing the cold and the warm air. And eventually, like you mixing up two different colors in a drink, eventually it kind of mixes itself together and the storm mixes itself to death and then moves away and it's out of here. And that happens later Wednesday and Wednesday night and it's gone. But storms that become cutoffs last longer because they're not moving very quickly. So that's what's happening with this one. Because it's cutting off, it's going to allow... Uh, the rotation of the colder air to come in here during Tuesday. So at first, in the morning, it may just be those areas north uh, near New Hampshire that are snowing and it's raining in Boston. I think that's a pretty good bet. But during the day, that rain snow line is going to start to collapse to the coast. And so first 495, eventually 128, and eventually probably sometime either late Tuesday afternoon or Tuesday evening. Remember, sunset is going to be pretty close to 7 o'clock. 
Uh, but Tuesday night, certainly, even in Boston, I think we're going to change over to snow with temperatures falling down into the lower 30s. It's going to be a heavy wet snow. It'll accumulate first on the grass, on your car top, on picnic benches, things like that. But eventually, because it's night and we're going to lose the solar radiation of the day through the clouds, it will start to accumulate even on the roadways. And because the storm's lasting into Tuesday night, because it's cut off, that's why I do think we are going to see some accumulation here in Boston. And then on Wednesday, the snow will start to shut down somewhere probably around sunrise Wednesday and then start to pull away. Uh, what about accumulation? So I, I got to be honest that it's going to depend on exactly when it changes over, what time it changes over, all of that. But here's a rough sort of my thinking at the present time. I think South Shore on to Boston, immediate Essex County, we're probably talking somewhere one to maybe five or six inches. I know that's a huge range, right? One to five or six inches. And some of you are going, you know, what do I need you for? But that, that, that may be, it's going to ramp up really fast. So it may be that, you know, Norwell gets an inch and Boston gets four or five or six inches. So it's going to be a gradient coming up toward Boston. As you get towards the 128 belt, I think we're more going to be in the four to eight inches of snow. That'll take us out to probably about 495. And then when you get to 495 north and west, in that area that changes over first, there may be an eight to 15 inch area of heavy wet snow. Now, obviously, once we get a little more information later today, then we get another round of models tonight, and we get another round of models even tomorrow before this whole thing starts, I can start to kind of play with that a little bit, lower the range of snowfall, and also kind of hone in on, you know, when does Boston change over? The bottom line here is that I think Tuesday night in the city into early Wednesday is when travel will be most impacted from the snow. There may be some school cancellations here on Wednesday because of the heavy wet snow. And there may even be some on Tuesday, well north and west. I can see some of those school districts looking at the forecast for Tuesday and uh, either letting folks out early or closing down altogether. But I don't think that's going to be the case in Boston. Is there a chance that this is all rain in Boston or just a little bit of snow? Yes, absolutely. If the cold air doesn't work in quickly enough and it doesn't change over until, you know, four or five o'clock in the morning and the precipitation is really light Wednesday morning, then you don't get nearly as much. So that's one of the reasons why this is happening. What about power outages? I talked yesterday about four inches kind of being around the magic number to start to see power outages. So obviously a huge swath of the area, especially west of 128, is going to be in the potential for power outage uh, zone. And you're going to want to prepare for that, those of you that are listening in that area, on onto southern New Hampshire, interior Maine as well. As soon as you get away from the coastline, uh, Cumberland, York counties, maybe Oxford County, but that may be too far north. Uh, this is really a southern New England storm. Uh, and so there'll be some power outages definitely happening around here. There'll be some tree branches breaking. There'll be some snapping of all of that because of the heavy, wet nature of the snow. And that's going to occur, especially Tuesday night. So I think that you'll see those power outage numbers really go up here Tuesday night and into early Wednesday. Remember, I'm talking mostly inland, uh, west of 128, 495, the further north and west you go. It's impossible for me to say exactly where that's going to be. What about the wind? We have a high wind watch up for the coastline. I do think winds along the coast, especially Cape and the islands, and maybe Cape Ann could gust over 50. We may see some gusts up to 70 miles an hour, and that's definitely strong enough to have some power outages because of the wind in those locations. Inland wind, you'll be less, 
25, maybe 40, 45 miles an hour. Still strong enough for some of those power outages, and especially with the snow load on the trees and the wires and things like that, that's where that can be problematic. And then as we head for uh, Wednesday afternoon, the winds will start to die down. It'll actually probably peak here. I think Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday night is really when the winds peak. And then by the time we get to Thursday, it's sunny in the 40s, near 50 on Friday. We're going to melt a lot of this. I was looking at some of the snow depth maps. They predict how much snow is left, and, and they wipe it clean here by Friday for many spots, except those areas which obviously get, say, someone gets over a foot. It's going to be tough to melt that in a couple of days, but uh, certainly clearing it up pretty quickly. So in terms of your lives, you know, it's, it's not going to impact things. If you don't lose power... It'll really be a, hey, Wednesday morning, I'm going to let things kind of wind down a little bit. You may, you know, head into work a little bit late. There may be a no school day for some of you. But this is not a, you're not going to be able to get out for days and days. The power thing can be a problem for a couple of days. The good news is, is that winds die down pretty quickly here later Wednesday afternoon and Wednesday night. And that will allow power crews to get out there. And Thursday and Friday look like nice days. So you could potentially not have power for a couple of days in this type of situation uh, because it's, it's going to be tree damage. And tree damage, you know, it can be that one tree takes down one little area and then you go down the street and you got another tree that takes down another area and then they got to clean the trees up and, and you know how this goes. And it can be a little bit slower depending on uh, exactly how bad this ends up being. So this is really a higher elevation uh, inland heavy wet snow. They're going to get the blockbuster kind of, wow, this is, a, this is a really big storm. As you get closer to Boston, this may be a plowable storm in the city. As I said, this could be, you know, Wednesday, the plows are going in the morning. But I do think by Wednesday afternoon, with temperatures at that point, you know, a little bit above freezing, certainly, and uh, the precipitation shutting down, things will get cleaned up a little bit uh, quickly there in the city. Uh, in terms of flight delays, I do think there's going to be flight delays uh, Tuesday, late afternoon, Tuesday night, and into Wednesday, more because of the wind. Uh, that's going to that's going to cause some problems on Logan, and we're going to have precipitation coming down so heavily Tuesday night at times that also can impact flights. So that will be a problem, and ferries will also be impacted probably as early as Tuesday and likely continuing into part of Wednesday. So those of you that use those uh, for your transportation, be aware that Tuesday, Tuesday night and Wednesday, there could be some ferry interruption as well. Uh, and there you have it. That's where things stand at the present time. We'll do another update of this. I'll be putting out some maps on Twitter here uh, this morning, kind of just still playing with exactly what I want to do with zones and things like that. And, you know, who's going to get the most amount of snow and how that looks and all of that. But it, it is a pretty good storm. Interestingly enough, uh, one of the largest storms ever to hit uh, the Northeast was the blizzard of 1888. That was March 11th through the 14th. Kind of, you know, a similar cutoff low. Uh, the storm hung around for quite a long time and just didn't leave. Uh, that ended up being a very big storm for New York City, and they lost a lot of power. And it's one of the reasons why the power lines after that were starting to be put underground because they saw what it did. I mean, it just wiped out the power and the telegraphs and all that stuff. So if you're interested in weather history, Google uh you know, blizzard of 1888, March 11th. There's some interesting reading out there uh, to learn about a historical storm way back when. Have a great day, everybody.